Welcome to the Mental Entrepreneur Podcast, a podcast that teaches you how to build your business online without losing your mind. Each week, I'll give you practical steps on how to grow your online business and how to maintain a full cup. I'm your host, Chanel. As fuck. Wow, guys, what is up? It is literally August and 2020 has been a whole mess. And I really hope things get better sooner rather than later. I also cannot believe that it's been three weeks since my last podcast episode. And I'm going to tell you why in just a sec. When you're an entrepreneur that battles chronic pain or a mental illness, the cards in your entrepreneurial deck are certainly stacked against you. So typically when I have a flare-up of lupus or fibromyalgia or even a depressive episode, I just push through it. Um, I fight rest. I don't ask for too much help. I just keep going, which probably isn't the best thing to be doing. (laughs) Um, But this time I had an idea to try something new. Um, And so since I've started this podcast, I thought it would be interesting to kind of do a live experiment and just see how severely a lupus flare would affect my work ethic and my productivity. So for the past three weeks, I've allowed myself to kind of succumb to the pain and the fatigue of the flare up as much as I could without feeling totally useless, right? So I didn't have weeks and weeks of podcast episodes pre-recorded. I didn't pre-plan any of my social media content. Um, I just kind of gave in to the fatigue and, you know, I was taking naps, which I don't do. Um, And I let myself feel the sadness um, and, and the anger just from having a chronic illness. And I cried many times and then I would sit and drink tea or sit and listen to some lo-fi hip-hop to, you know, try to calm down again. And uh, I just want to share you with you guys what I have learned during this little experiment, right? So let's get into it. So the flare started three weeks ago. Um, and to be fully transparent with you guys, it's still not over, but it's definitely not as debilitating as it was when it first started. And I learned many things over the course of these past few weeks, but I want to focus on what I learned about how to regain momentum after weeks of non-productivity. And so the first thing I realized I needed to do was reset my vision. And now I'm going to give you guys four things I learned. So you can mark this as number one. Now, over these past three weeks, I have had many content ideas. I've had many plans for the various projects I'm working on many collaboration ideas. Uh, My mind was all over the place and I had to really sit and make a list of SMART goals, S-M-A-R-T. I talk about that in episode one. I had to sit and make a list of SMART goals for the next 30 days so I could reset my vision, reset my sights on the vision that I have for my life and my career. And so while making the list of goals, um, Honestly, things started to look a little daunting um, just because I hadn't done anything for, like I said, 21 days, right? So I was kind of struggling a little bit to figure out where to begin, and I felt a little bit um, discouraged. And so that brings me to number two, which is inspiration. I had to set out 
to find some inspiration uh, because it really does help motivate you to take action. And so most recently, my motivation has definitely been my son's. And the other day, my younger son, Carter, he walked up to me while I was sitting at my desk and he said, what are you doing, mommy? Like, what are you working on? Um, Some life insurance stuff. And my heart could have just melted in that moment because it really just let me know that my kids are watching me way more than I think they are. Um, And the other thing that recently motivate me, maybe you might be able to guess, <laughs> um, is Beyonce. And if you've been anywhere on, on social media at all the past few weeks, you know that Black is King is now on Disney+. And so the film highlighted many things. Of course, uh, Black is Beautiful being the main thing, right? But for me, I saw a mother I saw a wife, I saw an entrepreneur, I saw a woman who, a black woman who has been consistently walking in her light and in her purpose for over 20 years, right? So like Beyonce's dedication to her craft, in my opinion, is unmatched. And above all else, I really believe that it is her work ethic that has elevated her to the status that she holds today. So I'm I'm done <laughs> fangirling over Beyonce. Um, but that brings us to number three. And so the third thing I learned during this flare-up was that I need to celebrate small wins. And, you know, as my brand gets bigger, as it grows, as I get busier with clients, you know, I don't have as much time to spend on social media management or marketing and things like that. And so yeah, you know, I've I've been really, really finicky about hiring people because I feel like I'm just in this revolving state of I need an assistant, but I don't want anybody to fuck my shit up. <laughs> right. So like that's where I've been. But listen, nobody, and I mean no one, is getting to the top alone. So I finally did it. <laughs> you guys, I hired a graphic designer, and I hired a social media manager. What? Now that aligns perfectly with the last thing I learned. So number four is take the next best step. And I think this part is so crucial because a lot of people get caught up in trying to make sure everything is perfectly in place before they begin trying to reach certain goals. And, you know, I talked about this in episode one for sure. And so doing this experiment help me see that I need a team. You know what I mean? I need support. I need people around me who are going to be able to function and keep my business going when I physically cannot. And so having systems and automations in place will make daily operations and scaling up your business so much easier. Like every entrepreneur has that stuff that they have to do that is not part of their skill set and it's not enjoyable for them, right? So things like administrative tasks. So generally, you know, obviously when an entrepreneur is first starting, you know, finances may not allow them to pay others for essential business tasks. And then there are other entrepreneurs like me that are just plain terrified of hiring someone, right? (laughs) So whatever the case, a lot of entrepreneurs find that 
as soon as they offload those unappealing chores, they become more efficient at income generating activities. Income generating activities. You hear me? And once you can focus on those, your business starts to flourish. Now, if you're not ready to hire a full-on employee, you can definitely find freelance professionals to do pretty much any project you may have. And so sites like Upwork and Fiverr are a good place to start for that. And when you outsource those operational tasks, you put yourself in a position to achieve more in less time. Working smarter, not harder, right? (laughs) So listen, you guys, I really, really missed recording and I missed interacting online with y'all. So if I can help it, no more three week breaks. Cool? Cool. (laughs) But before I go, a little bit of news. The Mental Entrepreneur is now available on Apple Podcasts. So please, please, please make sure you leave a rating and a review. It will mean so much to me. I really do appreciate y'all so much. And make sure you tune in next week because August is Black Business Month. And I'm going to be going over how to take those organic IG followers. I showed you how to get in episode two and turn them into paying customers. Okay? Peace, family. Thanks for joining us this week on the Mental Entrepreneur Podcast. Come say hello on Instagram or Twitter at Chanel AF underscore. I also invite you to visit my business website at triplelegacylife.com to request a free life insurance quote. As always, subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And if you're really feeling fancy, make sure you leave us a review so we can continue to bring you fresh content. Thank you so much for listening and see you next week.